Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Grown Men Watch Kid Shit. It's me, TJ, and I am here with the one, the only, the bearded one, Jordan. How are you doing, Jordan? Uh, just blowing in the wind at it again. I, I, I'm I, dragging ass today, man. Um, Why? It, it, boy, I, I tell you, I so two reasons. First, it is, it is currently in Texas, 19 degrees and icy outside. <laughs> I was like, "What sound bite is that?" Um, no, yeah, say say what you. I I I can't stand this weather. So I'm just you know, I, it's funny, man. I mean, Texas. You know, we'll look we'll look a hurricane dead in the face and be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" You know what I mean? Like, we'll, we can fuck around and scorching hot temperatures, but man, this ice and stuff. So so everything's shut down. Do you know what I mean? Uh, there was a. It's actually kind of tragic. I mean, there's been like a lot of traffic accidents and stuff like that. So I mean, the weather the weather's got me got me kind of dragging ass. The other thing is that you know this. I did something last night that I'm never ever going to do again. You showed sure it. I that drank shit is a hilarious lot to of me. malt liquor, and and I'm never drinking malt liquor again. I woke up this morning. I was like, shit. I feel like I'm in high school again. You know, I just I I I do not. I, this is the first time in a very, very long time that I've woke up, woken up with a hangover. You know, mm. I'm always, I'm, I'm always conscious about that kind of stuff. I do that whole thing where it's like, I'm making sure that I'm high, you know, drink of water, you know what I mean? Throughout. And I also like stop after it's not like, you know what I mean? I drink till I fall asleep <laughs> and shit like that. But yeah. So man, I'm just, I'm just dragging. So steel, steel reserve was, 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 was what it is. Uh, cause you and I were having our, having our game session last night. And, and, and sometimes when we have our game sessions, I like to get some trashy tall boys. And that was one of the trashy tall boys that I got. And I'm never going to get it again. Um, it well, did I'm a, proud of you. did a number on me, man. Did a number and by on proud me. of you, I mean, I am, um, I'm ashamed that you, <laughs> you're ashamed. Of, you're ashamed that I drank it or ashamed that I'm not going to drink it again. I'm ashamed that you drank it because I remember you you said you said that you were drinking it and I said, but why though? Mm-hmm. And you're like, because I used to sell them at the corner store, and I was like, that don't okay. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. Your point. And I love it how they're called a high. It says a high gravity on there, and you're saying it's low yeah. gravity. <laughs> it's like you know, it's gonna pull you down to the yeah. ground to go sleep. <laughs> what you think this is a fizzy lifting drink? You son of a bitch. <laughs> so no, no. no. Oh, you know, I, I I must say that we might be more we might be more giggles than usual because uh, the software in which we use to record this fantastic show has upgraded itself, and now Jordan and I can see each other. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's pretty cool, man. I I ain't seen your face in like, a, you know, a, you know, a week. we face. Yeah, we face. <laughs> well, just yesterday, shit, your face. Time. It's fun, man. The fa- you you texted me and you were like, hey, can I talk to you for twelve minutes? So I was like, yeah, sure. First off, I love that you gave me twelve minutes. 
Um, and guess what? I talked to you for exactly like twelve minutes. Yeah, yeah. You stopped like mid sentence. Like your like your time's up and shit. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like the like the like the gas station TV that goes off the second you fucking pull the <laughs> pull the nozzle out. <laughs> um, man, I've always wondered about gas station television. Like, I really want to talk to people who like develop that shit. It's you know what I mean. It's like they have like a whole like they have like series on there you know like i love it i love I, it i think it's so great man whoever came up with that idea like you're you you're on the next mount rushmore whenever we make it well here's the thing the gas station uh that i like to go to because it has it has the best lemonade uh and like these little like mini so, so not the ha- bud light not the bud light lemonade that no you're not that that one not that <laughs> nonsense <laughs> no but it has this uh it has this so they they there's this thing called turners up here they make they make iced tea they make uh my favorite my favorite the the arnold palmer right oh yeah and they make yeah. the lemonades and they make like these fruit punches and all this other stuff but the thing is with these that they look like little milk jugs so you got like a little handle and stuff like that. And I love them. But the gas station there, they have like the word of the day is, and they give you some SAT word. Yeah. Up the I'm just all like, mm, uh-huh. I'm learning. And they're like, yeah. did you know this weekend, Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen had it? And I'm just like, mm-hmm. tell me all the things. Cause this is yeah. about as much information that uh, attention as I want to pay to them. So yeah. Yeah. No. And then, and then it's like, it cuts off when you pull it out and you're like, no, fuck it. Give me something else to put gas in. I need to, I need yeah. to see how this shit in. <laughs> Yeah, no, my word of the day the other day from that was uh, uh, Surrey, um, which which uh, uh, my 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 association with Surrey is is fucking Tom Tom Cruise's and Katie Holmes's kid, but a Surrey is actually a uh, a a, or, oh, a a carriage without a without a fucking roof on it. So, you know. Yeah. Anyway, you were like the gas station television. You just stopped after twelve minutes. But what I was saying is like, you're like, hey, can I call you for twelve minutes? Can I talk to you for twelve minutes? And then you just Facetime my ass, like, you know what I mean? Just like out of it. And I was like, oh, he wants a production and shit. So, and then and then Kim was napping, and so I got my headphones on, and and uh, and, and, and and you and I talked to stuff. So so yeah, it has it has not been that long since I've seen your face. But yeah, I'm digging this new kind of software. You know, I still don't know where to look. It's kind of like with Zoom now, like you're when you look at the box, like I'm so right now I'm looking at the box with you in it. Does it look like I'm looking right at you? A little bit. Okay. Listeners are was, like, no dumbasses, wherever your camera is. I realized that the second I started talking. I told you, man, I'm not having a good day. <laughs> you ever do that? You start saying something, you're like, wait a minute. I know why this works, but I'm going to finish my thought. Absolutely, one hundred percent, all the time. Uh, I will say this though: listeners should know this that we're at the point where if we say something funny to each other, you'll know that that it was really funny to me because I'll Facetime you just to laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I, and then I feel really good about myself. It's like, ooh, that got a Facetime out of him, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then I pick it up where I like tee hee hee. Like a little, like, and then like we're like, okay, kids. okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. No, really, okay, okay, bye, okay, yeah. bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, I, I, you know, I did, I did something similar like that the other day. Um, Toby, who is on episode five of season uh, for BMX yes. Bandits, he, uh, he was sending me. Uh, he does this thing where whenever I talk about the Houston Texans. He sends me a uh, my uh, my condolences gift. 
<laughs> like oh, he'll yeah. be like, he's like, my prayers are with you in this tough right. time or something. Right. <laughs> and the first time he sent it to me, I remember it was a Saturday morning. It was like nine thirty, and he sent it. Jordan, if I didn't almost fall over, I was laughing so hard. And there wasn't enough ha-ha-has I could type, so I just did the voice recording of me laughing. Because I was like, you have to know Mm -hmm. this is, like, affecting my soul. Uh, Because, you know, we weren't at the... (laughs) Your family, like, okay, let's just say this. It's, you know... Kim, she'll deal with me just like FaceTiming you randomly and be like, right. yo, uh, does this yellow look good? I don't know if I'm on that level with everybody. So. No, <laughs> well, good. Yeah, no, uh, you're definitely on You're definitely on FaceTime, FaceTime says. It's crazy how like FaceTime is, it's like calling, calling is like a, is like an inconvenience, I think, for a lot of people, you know what I mean? And and then like now, now with this FaceTime stuff, it's like there's so many ways that you can like, you know, intrude on someone's day, but you're, 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 I'd say you're a welcome intrusion, you know, especially if we're just like, you know, kicking it. Obviously there are things where it's like, okay, don't FaceTime well, me right now. You have to but, keep in yeah. mind. The first thing, the first thing I asked in the conversation was, what are you doing? And yeah, you said, oh, right. oh, oh, I'm on the game. And I was right, like, all right, right, right. On the game. Right. On that. <laughs> oh, the, the phrase for that. Yeah. The phrase for that. <laughs> yeah. And now, and now you're about to be on FaceTime status with uh, with my kids because because uh, my daughter wants to see all your Funko Pop collections, um, um, all your Funko Pops. Sorry, all your Funko Pops collections makes me sound like I probably say like New Bronzefuls. Ooh, you know what I mean? <laughs> your, pin, your pin number. The N yeah. and pin it stands yeah. for number. <laughs> the N and pin it stands. <laughs> <laughs> You look like a Muppet right there. I love this. How you throw your shoulders up, right? You're like, don't say the end and pin again, man. Like, <laughs> oh, like you're this Muppet who pops out of a bush when someone says pin number. And I'm that same Muppet who pops out of a fucking dumpster when someone says ATM machine. <laughs> you like the M stands for machine. <laughs> Machines are the goddamn acronym already. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jesus, be a yeah. smart person, please. Oh, like, I can't man. do it. That reminds so my choir director, who I've t- I've talked about on this on this episode, super super positive influence in my life. But there were two times that I saw my choir director fucking lose it on a on a on a kid. Well, not lose it, but like you could see his patience was like. And the first there was one where someone we we got a new performing arts center. And it was just abbreviated to the PAC, right? P A C, Performing Arts Center. Mm-hmm. And he and he would he he would say uh, the PAC Center is what he would say. Oh, you're going to go to the PAC Center, to the PAC Center, to the PAC Center. And then one of one of my one of my friends in choir raises his hand and and and, and he was like, "It's not Performing Arts Center, Center." You know, and and you just see he looked at him. He was like, "Man," like, you know. <laughs> and the other time, this one's better. The other time that he he that he got got was we were talking about like the tonal scale and like and like in like pitch and like you know sh- uh, uh, uh changing pitch you know mm-hmm. and stuff like it was like it was like one of the intro uh classes and and he was like you know you never go from one note directly to another note you gradually you know what i mean so you go oh you know that kind of stuff and then one kid raises his hand and he goes what about dale <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
and you can see him he's working he's like shit that son of a he got me there you know so, <laughs> and then we just started singing the song and then he started playing the song the piano the choir director did and we started singing Dale, you know and it was uh Oh man, it was great. It was he great. got got. He got got. He did. He did. Learn, he got got. Hey, this is for all the teachers out there. Learn your craft. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Familiarize yourself with with what's out there, and stop and stop saying the fucking word of the last thing in the acronym. You know what I mean? It's, it's it drives uh, me absolutely crazy. Yeah. 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 Irregardless of that, man. Oh my, my god. god. <laughs> it's I like see, see, seeing your face while you say it don't help. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey irregardless um on this the last episode of grown yeah. kitchen you hear jordan die <laughs> as i throw myself through time there's and space just, there's just a new co-host and shit and then everything's going great with that you know what i mean and they're like and they're talking about their day and they're like yeah well you know I, I, my, my my vin number on my car <laughs> and you're like no you're gone too <laughs> um I gotta tell you what what my what my daughter's been getting into lately, man. Um, and because I because I, I haven't told you this, and she's super into it. And and uh, it's a show on Netflix uh, called. Well, I'm sure it didn't originate on Netflix, or maybe fuck it did. I'm gonna do it, but it's, it's called The Haunted House. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. It's like this. It's like this Pokemon style. It's it's like Pokemon, but with like like ghosts, but like Japanese ghosts and shit. And like these kids are in school and they little mysteries and, 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 you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it's kind of, it's like monster of the week, you know, kind of feel to it. Um, it, uh, there's typically always a cold open with whatever monster or ghost demon, whatever it is they're fucking with. And then they have this little sidekick who's like this green little ogre looking kid. And he beats things up with a traffic light. Um, <laughs> And they have, I shit you not, it's a, it's a, it's a goddamn traffic light. I love and I was anime. Like, if this, if this, I know, I know. And, and, and it's, yeah, no, it's, it's super anime. And she, and she, and she's really, really into it. They, they have their little ghost trapper and, and they, they, they're like, oh, we're fighting this thing. Let's bring out this, this monster that we fought episodes ago that is now ours. And, and so it has like little Ghostbusters kind of flair to it. Although Ghostbusters, I don't think ever really like, you know, release the ghost to them fight for them at the end. But, um, but I'm going to tell you, man, she's into it, but this shit is fucking scary. Is it? Yeah. And like, she's not, she, she ain't phased. So one, like me personally, one, one thing I'm, one thing that fucking creeps me out is, uh, 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 old ladies. Um, I'm talking about in, in horror movies and stuff, not like old ladies, like around town. Yeah, I was um, like, here's yeah. the thing, hide your grandmas <laughs> from Jordan, yeah, no. you ain't gonna have a good time. Uh, hide your grandmas, that sounds like a different kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> here, here, here comes that, hey, put grandma on the house, Jordan's walking across the street and <laughs> shit. <You know? laughs> um, old ladies and, and women, basically just, 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 just females, you know what I mean? Like the, when they do like the hair over the, <laughs> when they do any age you know what i mean from young to 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 middle to old the whole the whole nine and when they do like the hair over the you remember in the ring when she had like the hair over her face and she's crawling out of the tv and then like the grudge Mm -hmm. when she has it's always putting the hair over the face that that fucks with me so 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 you're not so you're mostly afraid of a harsh bang is what you're Ev- evidently, <laughs> evidently, yeah. Which is crazy because cous- cousin it is my favorite Adams family character. So you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I got some wires that that need to be uncrossed. But man, um, it's just 
and it has shit like that in it, you know? And, and like these creepy fucking scary monsters and ghosts and stuff and, and peril, you know what I mean? Things like that. And it's, it's the scariest thing she's ever been into, but she watches the shit out of it and she sleeps Mm -hmm. just fine. So I was watching it because so, so she's six, you know, and I'm, and I'm watching with her and stuff like that. And I was like, so not only is this like a horror thing that, that she's really into, but also like, this is her first like anime thing that she is like obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Um, like she wants to play it and, and she wants to watch it all the time. And I was like, I'm going to ask TJ cause this is kind of his thing. And I think it'd be cool for, you know, uh, 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 listeners to know too, like what are some other good, like starting animes or, 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 you know, things, things of that nature that, that she could be into because, you know, as parents, it's like, we find out your, you find out your kids into something. It's like, okay, well let me, let me try to introduce them to as much of this stuff, like a safe amount, but you know, as much of this stuff mm-hmm. as, as, as possible that way, you know, cause I mean, you want to support your kids interests and stuff. So yeah. What are, what are, so what are some uncle TJ recommendations I can make? Uh, great. Yeah. So of course uh, there's the tried and true Pokemon. Pokemon is, uh, just like it's baby's first RPG, it's often baby's first anime. Like, there's nothing in Pokemon. Everything in Pokemon is wholesome. Ash Ketchum is still the same protagonist. It's like it's all about trying. It's all about friendship. It's you know, and you have these these crazy characters with these superpowers. Um, if she likes Haunted House and it has like that feel, uh, there's another show called Yokai Watch, which is basically the same thing. This kid with a watch who goes around and he captures Japanese spirits. And it's, it's, it's been made into a video game and stuff like that. Um, there's also, uh, in the same vein, there's card captor Sakura. Uh, I'm probably saying her last name. I'm probably saying her name uh, wrong, but I loved card captors. I loved card captors as a kid, but, um, you have to be careful because it has like, uh, like it captures these, these creatures and like these tarot cards. And so like, sometimes you might have to like explain that, but the, the idea is like the creatures are, trapped in the card and then she can like tap the card with this like magic wand thing that then has a creature come out and and it's all about trapping them and saving the day. Right. Uh, I really like card captors because like a, um, it makes for a bomb Halloween car costume. If you can pull it off, like, (laughs) yeah, like, and it has, it has a strong female lead. Um, uh, she's probably still too young for sailor moon. Um, I was wondering about that because I think that me being un- uneducated with like anime stuff, it's like, oh, what about Sa- what about Sailor Moon? It has girls in it and stuff. She'll like that. Well, the thing about Sailor Moon is that uh, it yes, it has girls, but it has a lot of like flaunting over men and like mm, all the other yeah. stuff. And you know, you want to you want to like be clear of. Uh, here's the th- here's the thing to worry about to wonder about. Uh, well, there's Yu Gi Oh, uh, there's Bakugan. There's uh, there's some older animes that she probably wouldn't like, but um, the thing about anime is that um, we have to understand something about like the birth of anime and the fact that uh, anime really took hold in Japan because Japan didn't have like a thriving uh, film culture mm-hmm. at, at first. Uh, uh, oh, you should show her Ponyo while I'm thinking about it. It's a Miyazaki film. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, it's like it's like the one Miyazaki film that doesn't feel like super heavy handed and adult. It's basically a retelling mm-hmm. of The Little Mermaid. Uh, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, with uh, Japanese cinema history, because they didn't have like a thriving film culture like we do here in the West, they they went to animation as a way to tell these big epic stories. So anime is often super adult and super, um, you know, super 
it can be violent, right? It can be, it can be pretty intense. So, um, there's a couple like, uh, there's a show called soul eater, which I wouldn't suggest that she watches, but there's a show called not soul eater, which is the sequel that I would say is like, she could totally watch, right? It's a sequel to soul eater and it lives in the same universe, but it's like lighter, right? There's, uh, there's, um, there's this anime, I think it's called like Witch Witch Academia or something like that, that um, is also on Netflix. Uh, and that's a really solid, it's like Harry Potter, but if like, it, it was at an all girls school, right? Mm. And like, there's like two episodes where she's like, I have to learn how to fly on my broom, you know, stuff like that. Right. And yeah, there's usually some bigger bad and evil and stuff like that, but they're always like, we defeated it through the power of friendship and love and caring, you know, stuff like that. Mm. Um. But yeah, uh, the the thing is, you definitely. I would always suggest for a parent who um, who is unsure if an anime is for their kid, like hop into an episode around the middle of a season, because a couple things are going to pop up. One, you're going to see how all uh, a, a vast majority of animes have just like a level of perv to them. They usually have like this character who's like he sees a beautiful woman, his nose starts bleeding, like or like. Um, or like he like falls into the middle of a woman's chest and stuff like that. And you don't, you don't want that. Right. You don't, you don't want that at a certain age. Uh, and in the middle of the season, you'll also start to see like, what does the big baddie normally look like? What does the actual thing that they're going up against look like? Uh, and is it going to be too scary? Is that fight going to be too violent? Right. What does that look like for you? Because it can go from like zero to 60, like real fast. Like, um, Soul Eater, see, soul like Soul Eater. I'm on the fence about because with Soul Eater, it's not like gore violence, and it's like you they basically destroy these things and they become these little glowing blue balls that like uh, people become weapons though, right? And so like there's one there's one uh, person who has like two guns, right? And those are his weapons. And so like, but, but when they're not weapons, they're these two, uh, you know, well endowed women with like big breasts and like not much costuming. So like you have to look at all these things. Um, but yeah, pop into the middle of a season, check out the episode, kind of see what's there. Um, but the, the thing about anime is that some of the most compelling stories, uh, at least for me as a kid, uh, in middle school and high school came from anime because like the Japanese just tells stories differently and they handle adult materials differently. Yeah. Um, Cowboy Bebop was is an amazing anime that like if your if your kid is like twelve or thirteen, Cowboy Bebop Trigun. Uh, I remember I, I loved Trigun so much that it was the one that uh, when Netflix still sent DVDs, right? Mm-hmm. My family was like, we're going to splurge for the three DVD plan, you know. <laughs> and uh, I always got to pick one DVD, and the DVD I picked was always like. I picked the Trigun series a lot. Mm. And so I'd like pick one DVD and I'd send it back and get the next one. Right. Um, Trigun is fantastic. Uh, Outlaw star is fantastic. Um, Darker than black is like a really good take on mutants. Um, so like a, like an, like an X-Men vibe. Kind of like there's these people called contractors and like to use their power, they have to complete a compulsion. Mm-hmm. Uh, like one of them is like, she's kind of like storm. She can create like uh like lightning storms above a single person, but she has to chug a beer whenever she does. 
Like, that, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Or there's like I one like guy that. who has to like he can, I forgot what his power is, but he has to set up these stones on a table and like a super intricate pattern and then destroy the pattern. And that's the only way his power works. Um, but it's also a show about like terrorists. So you have to be careful. Um, but yeah, I would say like the good thing is if she's able to fall in love with, Oh, there's a, there's an anime about like roller skating that she would, she would like airblade. Um, uh, but if you're able to find like these animes early, you actually kind of have like a fount of stuff for the child. Not only that, but you know, you open them up to a, another language. Yeah. Because a lot of animes, they're like, Oh, this looks really good, but I have to watch the subtitles, but you, you know, but you're, you're listening to it and you hear it. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, I've, I've met a lot of people who are like, yeah, like I got into Japanese watching anime. Um, and so like, I think that I, I'm super excited that she's like into it. And I'm going to, of course there's the American animes, animes, there's like Ben 10, which is an anime style. There's um, Avatar, the last airbender, which she can watch the first Avatar. She's not old enough for Legend of Korra. I can tell you that. Gotcha. Good um, uh, Legend of Korra actually holds the distinction of having the first on-screen death on Nickelodeon. I think I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, of course, my favorite... Uh, my favorite cartoon that kind of takes that anime influence is for sure Steven Universe. You think she's old enough for that? I, I absolutely think so. I think she. I think she would love Steven Universe. I mean, <clears throat> it's a mostly female cast. There's bright colors. There's fun music. The episodes are short, like uh, twelve to fourteen minutes, right? Yeah. Um, but then, like, it gets into darker. It gets into darker and deeper themes. But like, unless you are an adult aware of what those themes are. Then, then she just sees a whole bunch of aliens who like hop around and you know do stuff. Right. But then, like, but but then they also have like that Power Ranger vibe because they can like merge and become like a different form. And so, like, there's all this there's all this fun stuff. Okay, I'm awesome. a Steven Universe Stan, but you know that. Yeah, <laughs> Steven Universe more like Stan in Universe. Um, yeah. <laughs> Cool, man. Yeah, no, you definitely, definitely giving me. I was, I was jotting them down on the, on the phone there. You definitely giving me some, some hot takes. I, I, I knew you'd be the person to ask, and and, and hopefully, you know, listeners got some, got some good takes. Uh, also, you know, because yeah, I mean, it's 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 a really cool thing that she's getting into. I just, I'm, I'm completely. I wouldn't know. Again, I, I would have absolutely shown her an episode of sailor moon and then been like, Oh shit. No, you know what I mean? like, what is this? So it's nice to know that, you know, she's probably still a little bit too young for that. Yeah. Sailor moon is definitely like a middle school sort of thing because you know, it's like she's in high school and she's doing the thing and she, she flaunts over a guy and right. right? Um, yeah. I just, I just always get, I honestly feel I, 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 like anime has, has two pitfalls. One is that like, as a f- I feel like as as a girl growing up, you can definitely fall into the pitfall of like, oh, if this is how they draw female bodies and the things that they accentu- accentuate, right? Mm-hmm. Right? That's where the importance is. And as like, you have to be careful about little boys watching anime too because then they can just become like, 
it's it can be super pervy, like unless you yeah. check that stuff. Like there's this one show that I I love and I I absolutely recommend it to like any adult who's in anime. It's called Guilty Crown, and the premise is that like this guy get this gets this gene that is able to like extract a weapon from someone based on like their uh their heart or their soul right Mm -hmm. and some people have more powerful weapons than others but like you know you know all this other stuff but like the first person he does is this girl and he just like reaches straight into the middle of her bosom right yeah and so like for the first three episodes you see him do this until after a while like he's like oh i can do it to other people and then like then it doesn't become a thing but for the first the first episode i was like um this is slightly this makes me feel some type of way yeah yeah, bring me bring me back the one who who, who gets her power from chugging beer. Like, why can't right? <laughs> right, yeah. And then uh, you know, um, you know, a lot of it came from my time with Cartoon Network. You know, right. I mean, uh, if 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 your boy ever gets into robots, we're going to point him towards Gundam Wing because let me tell you, that stuff is. I think he will. He's um, that's what that honest that that's where he is right now. Uh, he was he he was in like a robot phase. He still like he still likes cars and 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 things like that. But he's obsessed with um, super wings. Uh, uh, fucking was it rescue bots? Mm-hmm. Um, which is like you know transformers. So the things that transform and the super wings. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's like these these planes. And the planes don't necessarily transform, but like legs come out and arms, you know what I mean? And they kind of like walk and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm being honest. I really haven't sat down and watched a lot of super wings. I mean, I'll put it on for him and I'll go do other, other stuff. But, um, but yeah, so, and then robots. And then, and then when we watched iron giant, um, like it was all over for him. You know what I mean? He's obsessed with the iron giant and like big robots and stuff for Valentine's day. One of the things uh, we got him was a <clears throat> was a stuffed uh, red robot with like a heart on it, and he named it Iron Giant, and he carries that thing around with him everywhere. That's amazing. So, yeah. So. Um, well, yeah, I got yeah. some animes for him when it's time. It's not time yet because like yeah. Big O, Gundam Wing, mm-hmm. um, he'll like Outlaw Star because it's a ship with like arms. Um, That's cool. He'll like. Uh, he will. Oh, gosh, what's the other one? Doesn't matter. Oh, Macross. He'll love the Macross series. He'll See, love Evangelion. Cool, you're going to be that cool, like, uncle who, like, introduces him to, like, shit like that. I, I, I had I had an uncle. Like, my, my, my uncle, my mom's brother, was the one who introduced me to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And, like, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have even – I mean, I would have come into it. But I'm saying, like, he, like, knew – he was like, "All right, you're in, you're you're in." He, I was I was in I was in first grade, and he was like, "All right, you're old enough now. You need to sit down and 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 watch all these movies and stuff." And I was I was hooked. Um, but yeah, you're going to be that for them, I think. You know, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be calling you. They're gonna be Facetiming you and be like, "Hey, can you chat for twelve minutes?" Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, be like eleven fifty nine. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. They're they're gonna be like, "Man, dad's that shit's all boring." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I see one more goddamn cowboy, you know, but the, the but then, no. you know what? Got you, that good shit. You would like Trigun then. Yeah. Cause it's, got a, like it's a little Western feel to it. Oh, a, a little Western feel. It's yes. It's basically a Western. Actually, it is a Western with uh, his, with the, the main character's name is Vash, the stampede. 
Ooh, I like that. If I ever mm. another, if I ever have another son, Vash. No, the Stampede. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Call him Stampy. Hey, Stampy, get over here. Yeah. The thing with the thing with Trigun is it gets bloody. It gets. Uh, oh bloody. yeah, yeah. But That'd be yeah, Vash the Stampede. Yeah, not good for well, this week we did not watch an anime, but 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 thank you for the uh, thank you for the for the little crash course. There. That was like a little 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 anime one hundred and one. You know what I mean? That was, and the way you just and I'm watching, I can see you now. The way you just rattling that shit off, you wasn't looking at no computer, or nothing. You know, you're just you just had you pulled that shit right out of right out of the top of the dome, man. The fresh, yeah, the freshly you know, cut dome, full full yeah. of useless information. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're freshly cut melon. I tell you, the first time I heard I heard cut melon, the phrase I was worried there's this guy who came into the store and, and uh that i was working at and and he left and then the guy I was working with it goes hey you know that guy cuts melons uh for a living and and he meant like he was a barber but like i pictured like he goes out <laughs> playing fruit ninja or some shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, what stupid. Are and i didn't even ask so for like months i was like this dude like cuts melons and shit like, like, like all, he, he's just at the grocery <laughs> store like watermelon yeah. cantaloupe yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I was like, well, shit, someone's got to do it, I guess. You know, like, shit. Um, but no, we did not. We, we, we did not uh, watch an anime. We watched we watched Over the Moon, which, which we'll moon. get into in our second half. Yeah, the, the Netflix movie. Uh, All you have to that do features is jump that, over the moon. <laughs> that features that, that, that kids movie trope of a dead parent. So, TJ, I have a question for you. Oh, yes. Is, is Mufasa the quintessential dead parent character and if not who is in your opinion okay so uh, here's the reason why i won't say mufasa is the quintessential dead parent character okay because the dead parent trope to me works best when there is another parent there mm-hmm. right there's something about the fact that it's not just grief from a singular point. It's like everybody's going through it, right? And with the second that Mufasa dies, you forget all about Simba's mama. A hundred percent, right? Uh, I mean, it's this. I think it's this one of the saddest because you see the death. But to me, the quintessential dead parent. I think within like. I don't know. Like the beginning of Finding Nemo, like messed me up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, was... there's something about like seeing that loving relationship and then seeing it snatched away from two people, right? Even if you look at like Chicken Little, which I think is a highly underrated movie, the way that the way Man, that fuck Chicken Little, I love that movie. The way that Chicken I haven't Little's... seen the movie, the book. Oh, you need to see the movie. Uh, uh, the the way like. Chicken Little's mother is dead. And like you find out because the father's like, you know, he's looking at a picture. Like there has to be to me like that level of like longing between like if you were here, things would be perfect. Right. Right. Uh, And yeah, they do just kill off parents like it's nothing, which it's yeah, it's become it's, you know, and. And it's like when it happened in this, and we'll get to it. But like when it happened in this, I was like, "Oh, of fucking course!" You know what I mean? Like, like of course, you know, it, it happens. Sort of using it as a as a platform to sort of spring a character in, into action. Sort of. I mean, the last time that I thought that it was done really well, I think that the that when it is most effective, it is done before the story starts. Mm-hmm. 
like Finding Nemo. Yeah, like like, like, like the absence, but still, yeah, yeah. And then like the absence of you know like with um, I remember like Beauty and the Beast, like Belle's Belle Belle's mom. I remember like just had like just the fact that she's fucking gone, you know. And then like the classics like Cinderella, you know what I mean? Like her dad. And stuff. I was like, man, that fucking that fucking sucked. I remember, I remember <laughs> reading or or having read to me the the original like story of Cinderella. Because I don't know if I told you, I was Cinderella obsessed when I was a kid. My I grandma had it. I I watched the shit out of Cinderella. Um, and I mean, I, when I think about it, I mean, my 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 daughter has told me that my favorite princess is Elsa. So I've got to commit to that, but real talk is Cinderella. Um, but knowing that like her dad, you know, fucking remarried and then like, you know, died and stuff. It's like, damn, because that's one of them things. It's like, man, if, 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 if dad was around, you know, old, old Tremaine wouldn't have been, would have been fucking around the way that she was. Um, I want to go back to something really quick. Cause I said, fuck chicken little, the book it's because I don't know if anyone in here has read chicken little to their kid or to themselves recently, but the repetition, that fucking thing, I was reading it to, 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 to my kids. And it's like, fuck man. And, and Loxy Foxy told ducky ducky that Barry Barry and Lucy goosey. And, and it's just the repetition. It's just so, I don't, I don't like this. One. Um, one death that, that I think really hit me and it's not necessarily a parent. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a parental sort of figure. And it's crazy because I don't even like the movie that much. Maybe I need, I need to give another shot. But it's when it's when dude's brother dies in uh, uh, Big Hero Six. Oh yeah, no, that, like that, that, that yeah. The yeah. way and the way he died, like the fucking building blows up. I was like, oh, they did, they did that. You know, like usually these motherfuckers fall. You know what I mean? But like he, 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 he got he got blown up. I don't know, man. It was just and feeling feeling. I think that impact. But that's kind of contradictory to your suggestions, where it's like that happens. If I remember, like the movie's kind of been going for a while. Yeah, but you happens. know what? In all fairness, that was you're under. You know that their parents are gone. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it's just like adding one more thing to be like, how much more can this kid lose? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was just a real shocking death. I remember, yeah, like, I think, yeah, I didn't think that was going to happen. I think and, the method in which, he, I, I, like you said, most, most of the time they fall or like there's like a shipwreck or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. seeing like the explosion, and I, if you remember in Big Hero 6, like things slow down. Mm-hmm. They're like, watch this happen and he's standing there and he's looking at the fire and, and you're like the fuck yeah yeah no that's great do you just another question i have about dead about dead parents in these movies because there was a theory that was going around for a minute that anna and elsa's parents are actually tarzan's parents like the shipwreck because you said shipwreck like the shipwreck was the one that marooned them on that in that jungle or whatever and then they ended up having a having a kid and it was Tarzan. So Tarzan that, no. is actually, yeah, I think I think that's a bit of a stretch. It's cool to think about, but I think having Tarzan's seen, parents, Tarzan's parents, are another one. It's like, damn, that kind of sucks. Yeah, know? having seen having seen Frozen two, it debunks yeah. all that. That's right. Show yourself. <laughs> Frozen Frozen two had a hot soundtrack, but the story the was the movie was just. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm getting to a point now, and we'll talk about it, but I'm just getting to a point now where it's like these stories and you just, man, so, so like the potential of, of, of th- that these movies have and when, and when they when they squander that potential, it's like, man. Y'all, Here's y'all, the thing, though. I So 
I don't like Frozen 2. Hot take, neither Jordan nor I like Frozen 2, which is why we will never do Frozen 2. We actually talked about it in the first season. We're like, let's do Frozen 2. We're like, actually, let's not subject ourselves to that movie again. Um, I support it because my daughter's into it. But, yeah, no, it's not. I don't. Yeah. And so uh, I was was so interested in, like, what went wrong with that movie for me that I watched the the documentary on Disney Plus, like the six-part documentary right so i watched six hours of like behind the scenes frozen two stuff Mm -hmm. and when i say that a it's sophomore slump stuff right like they felt the pressure of trying to recreate the thing and when when you find out that like show yourself like almost wasn't like they they were almost like we just have to change the end of the movie then because like they couldn't find a song to fit it Mm -hmm. like all the stuff that hearing how they were like we have the movie this one way, but kids couldn't follow the plot. So we have to, in, in, you know, input another scene where the plot is more spelled out, which explains like my biggest issue with it. Right. And I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, I don't have to like it, but I appreciate like seeing that process on how they got to where they are. Right. That's when I was like, all right. Okay. I guess like, I, I, I'm not like jumping for frozen three. Here's you're the thing not, though. I'm going to say this. The moon about it. No, no, no. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this real soft. I wish Olaf had stayed dead. Oh, damn. That's cold-blooded. Ice cold. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, when he died, I was like, oh, great. Thank you. Please. Please. And he came back. I was like, no. Why? Give me some some loss that I could care about or cheer for. Yeah. It's like you're that you're that friend who just keeps showing back up. Like we thought we get we thought we got rid of your ass, and it's like you know. Sure enough, here's Olaf. Mm, <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> every, how come every time I come in the kitchen, you're in the kitchen? You're in the kitchen. You know all the food. <laughs> all right. Well, man, I think I think it's time we uh, we go down and uh, and get our drinks. Um, you know, listeners, unless you're driving, uh, you uh, you do the same. Um, or if you're piloting a homemade rocket well i guess if you're piloting a homemade rocket you could probably get away with away with drinking i bet astronaut i bet astronauts fucking drink all the time you know what i mean they're like no Shit, they don't. we're here they don't they don't <laughs> this big old thing's gonna do most of the work for us we just gotta press a few buttons and shit i can do that this will be like that time i drank a bunch of steel reserve when we were on the game the other night it's the same it's the same thing <laughs> when, when's the space walk oh it's in six hours i got time yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man all right well yeah we'll see y'all back see y'all back in a minute see ya bye and we're back hi jordan how was your trip to the fridge uh pretty uneventful um but uh i pretty much like my trips to the fridge uneventful you imagine like if it was a fucking like production every time you went to the fridge yeah, like if you had to make sure that the block of ice was still there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, it was good. Uh, what about yours? Uh, you know, the uh, fourteen steps and back were a little treacherous, mostly because I left my shoes in the middle of the floor. But you know, I made it. Man, if I were you, I would just buy a wheelchair just to wheel around that wheel around that place in. You know what I mean? It'd be one solid push, and then I'd be across. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I got cast as FDR and Annie, and they they wanted I was in a wheelchair, and man, they were like, "All right, you need to learn on this thing." Man, I was tearing ass in the parking lot. I was, you know, 
learning how to turn on it and stuff. I was like, man, this is cool. Uh, you know, what are you drinking? I, uh, I'm drinking. Before I get to what I'm drinking, I just I, I just want to recognize a habit, and I, I want to tell you this so that way you can hold me accountable. Mm. Since I've been living by myself, I do this thing where, uh, like, I'll sit down on the couch, take off my shoes or something like that, and I'll just leave them by the couch. I have a place for my shoes. I have a rag. Yeah. And like, uh, I I currently have two pairs of shoes underneath my desk because like I'll sit down to do some work and I'll just kick my shoes off. It's a thing. So, like, there's two pairs of shoes underneath my desk. There's two pairs of shoes in front of my my love seat, and then there's another pair of shoes by the edge of my bed. Damn, dude! You and I have to... I have like eight more pairs of shoes. So, wow. You know, I I I'd harp on you, but I do the same thing. And 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 Kim Kim, I I I, I need to be better about it. Because I'm I wear size 13, 14, depending on you know. What yeah, kind so of you shoe just leave them boats around. Yeah, I mean, my shit, it's like you know, right in the middle of the floor, you know. So I mean, it's embarrassing when you trip over your own shit, you know, <laughs> that you put there. Yeah, and my dog's in here. Like, I can't hop on the couch because your shoes yeah, are right here. Yeah, yeah. But um, to answer your question, I I went back to an old faithful, mm-hmm. uh, Victory Golden Monkey. Oh. Um, yeah, I did gold instead of sour. It doesn't matter because it's still 9.5%. So she's here so for you, a good time now, a long uh, time. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so it looks like you're going to be on that high gravity tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, golden, I ain't got plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> golden Monkey's really good. You know, uh, on, on, on Kim's channel, on, on, on Kim Pins over the, over the uh, Christmas break, we did – the uh, she brought me on as a guest and we did the the beer box thing we were doing you know trying these different beers and stuff and it's a, it's like a, it's like an advent calendar for beers and but this one they sent they send you um you know you don't know what it is and it's it's like the 12 like most pop most popular craft beers at the time well granted almost everything's a fucking ipa right you know so it was like 10 out of 12 or nine out of no, it was like it was nine out of 12 was an ipa one of them was Golden Monkey, um, so when the, when we opened up for the box of that, I was like, "Oh, thank God!" You know, like I already, I already it's know, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. I already know I'm like this. There's another advent calendar we did that was pretty cool. It was like a city brew tours. Um, it was the same thing. You know, you kind of open the box and you, and you kind of do thing. It was different beers, and the thing is that they because the, the first advent box I was talking about, a lot of the stuff, it's like, well, I can get this shit here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But this one, it was like beers from like the the New England area, um, uh, and the and and Oregon and, and stuff like that. So beers we can't get on here. And what was cool was like they would have a they would have like a Zoom call uh, on each night. So you would you would drink it, and then the city brew tours people would talk about it, and then they'd bring someone from the brewery of the of the beer that you're drinking, and then a Q and A session. I was like, it was and, and that it was like that for twelve for twelve straight days i remember um, that because i we we'd be facetiming about something but like all right we're about to do our, our, yeah, our beer thing yeah yeah it was it was pretty cool man i can't remember was it straight days or was it was it once a week oh no yeah no it was it was it was, it was 12 straight days um so yeah i mean it was it was pretty cool and then in the thing it was like little 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 uh, tchotchkes and shit little uh, uh like koozies and uh, uh fucking uh beer keys and, and, and stickers yeah and all that kind of stuff so um cool well i am drinking a founders uh brewing founders brewing is is they're one of they're one of my favorites to do they do they do like thick beers and stuff so thick. Uh, <laughs> yeah 
uh, so with the weather and stuff, this is good. This, this is their breakfast stout. Um, and it has a, a little kid, uh, looks like he's eating oatmeal or something like that. Um, I love their labels. I, th- I think Founders has the really cool labels. They're, they, they make the best porter I've ever had. So Founders Porter, anyone who likes porters, Founders Porter is the best porter there is. I'm a, I'm a big fan of, even though I drink like Coors Light more than anything, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of the dark, you know what I mean? Like craft beers and stuff. So, um, yeah, founder sport, and they got that. They got that woman in that like the old Victorian like black dress with a big old black hat. And she's just looking at you like she's gonna fucking eat your soul and stuff. Like one of those old old style paintings. But you're okay with that because she ain't got thick bangs. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm good with that. <laughs> Granted, no. I mean, if I walked downstairs and I saw a woman looking like that sitting on my couch, just looking at me, being like, "Oh, good morrow, sir," I'd be like, "Get the fuck out of my house right now," you know. Um, so yeah. what slander you hurl my way? Yeah, right. And I greet you with nothing but steady girl <laughs> uh, salutations. She, yeah, she she probably says she probably says pray tell and shit too. You know what I mean? Pray tell, pray tell. Where 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 doth the ATM machine? It's like, hey, get out of here. Um, <laughs> mm. Cool. So uh, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about over the moon, uh, uh, shall we? Uh, good, we good, shall. Good buddy of mine, good pal of mine, and stuff. Yeah. So this movie uh, came out on Netflix. It was released uh, in October of, of 2020. So so not 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 too long ago. Uh, directed by Glenn Keane, uh, written by Audrey Wells, who actually passed away in 2018. And this movie's dedicated to her. So um, and I didn't know it said like dedicated to Audrey Wells, and then I was like. Huh? And then I looked. And I was like, "Oh shit!" She she wrote this. Um, so animated and, movies take so long to make. Yeah, yeah. Uh, starring Kathy Ang, uh, Philippa Sue, who's uh, from Hamilton, uh, Ken Jeong, who uh, we've I, th- I know I know Ken Jeong was in Turbo, uh, and he's he shows up in a lot of these a lot of these movies. Uh, he has a he has an unmistakable voice. Uh, Ruthie Ann Miles, Margaret Cho, Sandra Oh, and John Cho. Um, so, uh, pretty, pretty solid cast here, I think. Um, so it's about this girl, uh, Fei Fei, who, um, was set in China. Uh, it's about this girl, Fei Fei and her mom. It opens with like her mom and dad and it's like a younger Fei Fei and her mom's telling her story of, of Changa, who's the, the, the moon, moon woman. It's a, it's a, it's a Chinese, uh, what do you say? Fable, folktale, legend, uh, yeah. something like that. And, and mom believes in it. Uh, dad doesn't, but he's like, well, if your mom says it's true, well, then it sure is. He doesn't sound like no, that. Damn it. That scared me. Fuck. TJ, drop my beat. All right. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Please minimize all windows. There we go. No cheating up in this piece. All right, who's ready? Uh, that scared me. And you know what? Yeah. You know what actually scared me about it? It wasn't seeing. you coming in. It was seeing Jordan jump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I might um, get a little bit too much enjoyment out of scaring y'all. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is going to be interesting, fam. Let's do it. All right. It's hard to like get it. Yeah, scoot over a little bit. There we go. Kind of get situated around here. Oh, oh, let me just. Yeah, let's turn off our alerts, ma'am. We are podcasting. (sighs) Mm -hmm. Normally, people don't try to contact me. 
So this is twenty twenty one. Get your shit. I know. Yeah. I know. Jesus. <laughs> it's like cold here, and I'm all thrown off. Yeah. TJ. Mm-hmm. They say you would pass out in space after fifteen seconds, but you could theoretically survive for up to two minutes without permanent injury. Theoretically, but true or false, if you're ever sucked out into space, you should hold your breath. I'm going to say true. False. You should not hold your breath. They say you should immediately exhale because that's what's going to come to mind as you're getting sucked out into space. Because what happens, it's a vacuum in space. And then the uh, air in your lungs is going to expand and rupture your lungs. And then that oxygen is going to go into like your body. It's bad. Because that's what I'm concerned about. Not the fact that I'm just going to freeze instantly. <laughs> well, you don't freeze instantly either. I, You know, I read so much about what happens to a body in space because I saw her crash that rocket ship and I was like, nah. But I suppose the dragon dog things, sorry for not remembering what those are called, uh, get to her within f- that 15 seconds-ish. I don't know. Knows, Cartoon. Okay. Cartoon magic. So the moral of the story is, yeah, if you're an astronaut, you probably shouldn't drink and operate the shuttle in case some shit happens. Yeah, yeah. Don't get sucked out into space. Jord. Yes. Over the moon takes place fittingly during the moon festival. This festival is also known for mo- known as the Mooncake Festival, and by what other name indicative of the time of year it takes place? Is it A, Midsummer Festival, B, Mid-Autumn Festival, or C, Spring Festival? She said, she said, pick a season. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go A, midsummer. It, mid-autumn. Mid-autumn. You know, I like the fact that we're both starting off with zero points because I have a chance. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I, well, we're going to see how this next question goes. TJ. Mm-hmm. The U.S. landed on the moon long after Chang, Chang-un, 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 Chang, you know, Chang-un. her got there. It may be hard to pinpoint, but when did we land? I'm going to ask for a month and year. Let's start with year. He's frozen. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. 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 We're talking about first man on the moon stuff, right? Yes. Moon landing. Well, I couldn't if it even there. happened, you know. Uh, oh, God. Flags don't blow in space. Oh, my okay, God. I'm going to give you a hint because I just like the hint. Um, after saying the year, some people might go, nice. 1969. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love see I love that we have this camera because I saw your eyes light up. I saw the light bulb go off and everything. Just like, ooh. Okay, I'm gonna give you the point on that, but do you perchance know the month? I do not. It was July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine. I love that. Sixteen, <laughs> 16 days too late. Yeah. I'll pinpoint it if they're like, hey, fourth of July. Bam. Here's our, mm-hmm. here's our flag. Mm-hmm. All these people were like, the moon landing didn't happen. I want to look at it and be like, do you you don't like joy? Like, I'm like did what, you like, see the films from back then and those special effects? Yeah. Like, uh. 
Okay, where are we at? All right, Jord. When the Soviet Union sent Sputnik up, they sent a number of animals along with it, including two dogs, Belka and Strelka. Strelka. Oh my God. Yeah. I know this. Okay. True or false? Strelka had puppies after returning to Earth. Uh, true. It is true. And one of them was gifted to Caroline Kennedy, uh, and several descendants are known to be in existence to, I'm assuming today. Nice. Maybe. I wrote a I play about it, space dogs. Space dogs. Um, TJ, you need to send pugs up into space in this play. I don't know if we've talked about this, but it's like a real deep cut Easter egg. Yeah, the um, second, the second, because listeners, we were actually, it was actually, it was going to be TJ, myself, and another another playwright friend. We wrote, we each wrote three acts of a play of a dog play, and all have have our different arrows. And yeah, yours was the space dogs. And the second that I told Kim that it was space dogs. She was like, they need to be pugs. They need to be pugs. But historically, they weren't. So, well, <laughs> Next question, please. <laughs> historically, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> they do. You can look up pictures of Belka and Strelka. Strelka. Uh, but it's not pictures of the actual dogs. They have like, uh, oh, now that I think about it, I don't know. They might be like the actual dogs stuffed in a museum. Yeah. They looked oddly lifelike. probably. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe. I don't know. They're kind of cute. Depending on how you feel about taxidermy, look that up or don't. I think taxidermy is awesome. TJ. Mm-hmm. Sandra O oh voices a character in this movie, in case you missed it. She also portrays Dr. Christina Yang on Grey's Anatomy, the longest show ever. How many seasons are there of Grey's Anatomy? Is it A, 20, B, 23, or C, 17? 17? It is 17! Holy shit. <laughs> I, I was a Grey's Anatomy watcher, so... Oh, really? For yeah. all 17 of those seasons? Because... Whew, no, God. no, I, I bailed out after season five. What is it about hospital shows? It's like so... the longest... I think it's the longest running medical drama. The longest running drama wasn't, on... Wasn't, primetime drama on ABC. Wasn't it ER before? I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. And now that I think about it, I was like, why did we watch ER for so long? Because George Clooney... Oh yeah, because of George Clooney. Mm. Well, he and then, and then it was what Noah Noah Weil, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. who's the one who died mm-hmm. uh, the ukulele? I don't remember that. Somewhere over the rainbow, that guy he's seeing the dude dies. Uber he has like he has like a brain brain tumor or something. God, yeah, no, shut up. And the helicopter dropped on that dude. That was ER, wasn't it? Oh man. Crazy yeah, times. ER only lasted 15 seasons with 331 episodes. Still yeah, I lot, think man. I think I Grey's Anatomy is up to like 369. Nice. Hey, nice. <laughs> Jord. Yes. How many people have walked on the moon? Is it A, 12, B, 10, or C, 14? We'll say 10. Eh, it's 12. Mm. Jordan, do you have any points? Yeah, okay, uh, okay. The, We're coming to all the Mavises. <laughs> We've got TJ at two, Jordan at one, TJ yours to lose. I'm like really excited. I might break this, your streak, Jordan. I might, I might do it. I might do it. Hey, Jordan. Oh, Jordan. It's Kim. Grab a, grab a bowl to catch his tears. Okay. <laughs> I got tissues on the desk somewhere around here. No, you have to make him drink the tears. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll just wring it out into his mouth. You know, having this camera option is giving you Continue, some sick please. ideas. Continue, please. 
Uh, sir, I'm here for trivia. Don't <laughs> Okay. For all them Mavises. Speaking of traditional Chinese celebrations, we just celebrated the start of a new lunar year on February 12th. There are 12 animals in the Chinese zodiac. Name them. First one to not know one or get one wrong loses. And I will go to TJ first. Ox. George. Tiger. TJ. Dragon. George. Dog. TJ. Rooster. George. I was going to say cock, but... Um, Same thing. Snake. Okay, TJ. Rat. George. Did we say rabbit already? Rabbit. Okay. As I'm running through every placemat at every terrible <laughs> Chinese place I've ever been to in my entire life. Um, 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 oh my God. I, oh, monkey. Yes. George. Shit. I think I done, I think I done said every animal I know. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, Oh fucking no! Uh, I don't know. They got porcupines over there. Porcupine. Po- <laughs> that's that's. Is that your final answer, George? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, porcupine <laughs> is not one of them. So that means the streak has ended. TJ <laughs> is our winner. You see me? Appa- I'm applauding for you. See I'm, now, I'm take really that momentum into next week. And kick his ass, city well, bass. Hey, you're my wife. You can't. You know what I mean? Like, what are the what are the you know? What are the rest yeah. of them? What are the rest of them? So we have ox, snake, rooster, dog, tiger, monkey, rat, goat, goat. pig, horse, dragon, and rabbit. So the only thing we're, making, we're missing were, were pig, horse, and goat. Did someone say? Oh yeah, you did say mm-hmm. dragon. Yep. Yes, pig horse. Hey, we goat. did pretty good, man. Yeah. Uh, do I you know reading them at the at the Chinese restaurants? Like you go around the. Yeah. You know. Do you know what your y'all's years are? I'm, I'm a I was, tiger. I was a snake. I'm a dragon. Oh man, you got damn! He said that with his chest out. Better ones. I dragon. mean, snake's pretty cool. No, I know I'm a dragon because I've always been like, ooh, look at that. Yeah. I'm gonna snake slither my ass out of here. TJ, put me out. All right, congratulations, buddy, on your on your on your win. The streak is over, and like I said, man, like the fact I that I had it. that long streak, yeah, the fact that I had a long streak one, I didn't, I didn't anticipate having it. And two, it's like, hey, you know what? Now I think you know if if you if you wanted to streak it out, you know what I mean, for the rest of the that sounded weird, but you know what I mean, like if I, like I I had I, I wanted I had to run my, naked. I'm, I'm I had rec- my time. No, now that now that you can see me, I'm just going to record naked for the rest. of <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yes, uh, this is, uh, so, uh, mom believes in, uh, in, uh, uh, Changa, the, 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 the story of that. And dad believes it because mom believes it. And then of course mom dies, uh, from like an illness or something like that. 
they they have a family business of making uh, mooncakes. I loved this. Okay, so so first we have to mention this is a musical. Yes, it is a musical. It is a musical, and I I enjoyed the music for the most part. My favorite was probably Mooncake Song. Mm. Yeah, that was a good song. The Mooncake Song was good, and then I also liked the the dance number uh, that we get later on uh, on the moon. But all the other songs uh, for me were just unremarkable. I was like, I don't I don't even remember them, you know. Um, and I just watched this thing today. Um, so yeah. Uh, so Faye 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 still believes in this in this legend in this story. Everyone else is basically telling her, "Now you're full of shit. You're full of shit." And she's That's not what happens. <laughs> her family's debating the truth <laughs> of it. The the, the truth of the details. Okay, sure. Uh, and uh, and and in her grief, are you drinking a Keystone? What can is that? Oh, that's the gold monkey. Okay, I was about to say, damn man. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, so they're debating, and they're like, okay, basically, this sparks Fei Fei to want to go to the moon herself. Uh, before that, she is introduced to uh, Dad has gotten a new a new flame. Um, and keep, let's keep in mind, it's been four years since her mother passed away. Right, so right. he's been and alone for four years. That's plenty true. of time. And to and and to your point, uh, you know, he he yeah, her mom died, but like his wife died. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like his wife died. He he was processing too, you know. Yeah, that's why um, that's why I say like it's usually more effective when there's like you know, yeah. that shared grief. Right, right. And then um there was which you know, it's funny cuz I remember uh a uh, uh, a writer friend of mine telling me about like how quick uh some writers are to kill off people in characters lives and how like, especially if they're writing something that's based in reality, if you're writing like an asshole character and the example that they gave was like, you're writing like an asshole character whose, whose wife, whose, you know, whose spouse died. It's like, well, it becomes an excuse. Yeah. And it's, and it's like their, their spouse is dead. Like, their spouse died like you know you just so i don't know this whole like you know oh yeah i'm gonna make my character edgy by by taking things from him and stuff like that it, it, it it's not without its repercussions and, and and this was one of those but anyway uh and then uh uh, uh dad's new booty also sorry dad dad's dad's new girl <laughs> dad's new dad's new dad's new girl i can't hold the phone pause it pause it all Pause it oh, all. Uh, yeah, dad's dad. if you don't show up and show out right now. I'm, I am impressed and upset. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Dad, dad's new girl, dad's new girl uh, has a son uh, named Chin who likes to play leapfrog and run into shit. Um, Chin is hilarious to me. Although, I like, this, brings me, this brings me to my first problem. What's your first problem? So we forgot to mention who this movie was made by. It's made by uh, a studio called Pearl, which is an arm of DreamWorks, right? But Pearl also made another movie that we watched, which was... Abominable. Abominable, right? And Chin reminded me so much of the little boy in Abominable. Yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't stand him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like for for the second that Chin entered, I was like, oh, here's another little boy I can't stand. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I 
I, like, I grew I, to like Chen. I grew to like Chen a lot, yeah. but initially I was all like, oh, fuck. What, I mean, here, the, the annoying little brother trope is also, like, this movie was tropetastic. Yeah. The annoying little brother trope, the... The cute animal sidekicks, there's that. I, every, well, every kid movie's gonna have a cute animal sidekick. That's that's fine. That's what still, I'm, I'm still I'm a trope, upset. though. But it's a mean, trope. It's it's in there. And, the, uh, and man, that bunny is cute. Yes, um, yes. I, I, the, and, and and the animation for it is really good for Bungie. Um, yeah, um, the animation is beautiful. I want to say that too. Like like and just like with Abominable, like this movie looks fucking gorgeous. Um. Even and, and 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 when we get to to a later part, like it does some things. Like, oh, that's a different interpretation. You know what I mean? Like this doesn't look the way that I that I thought it would look. But I, I you know, I thought it yeah. was interesting. But yeah, I, I mean, there's that. There's a dead parent trope. There's annoying brother trope. There's the, you know, all those things. I was like, yeah. But the the I'm going to go ahead and bring this up early is, um, in the in the scene where you realize that her mother died and they, they, they do the thing where they push the, um, they push the, uh, uh, the lily, the, 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 the lily onto the water. The thing I appreciated about this movie is the thing that I thought that abominable didn't do that. I'm really glad this one did is that from an introduction of iconography, to kids and families. I thought that this did a really great job of that because it wasn't like there was never a moment outside of the, the legend of the moon goddess. There was never a moment where they're like, this is the food dog. This is all the things that the food dog does or like, you know, there wasn't the whole, we pushed the Lily out to remember. There there wasn't any of that, which, uh, I hate when movies do that and make it so didactic. They're like, let us explain all our iconography as opposed to letting us learn about it and experience it in the, in a truthful moment, because like those characters would know that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I really appreciated that. And, uh, you know, you know, we, we constantly say representation matters and a huge part of that representation is like the normalization of their cultural traditions. Like, they never explained why they make mooncakes. They're just like, we make mooncakes. Right. Right. Um, they yeah. talked a little bit about the moon festival, but again, it tied directly back into the story. It was never like a, it, it was never uh, a moment where I was like, and here they are lecturing us about blah, 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 which I felt yeah. they did in a, a bombable, a, a, a touch. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I, I much prefer it when a movie sort of like this, as far as the, the, you know, depiction of China and, the, and that representation, like it kind of just drops you in the middle of, of China. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like um, I'm a part of a tour. You know what I mean? And I got like the movies, like your tour guy being like, Oh, and they do this over here because of X, because of Y. So um, yeah, I thought, I thought all that stuff was, 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 was really well done. So um, yeah. And then, uh, so she's annoyed by, by Chin as, as we kind of all are, although something about him, I find, I find, I find him, I find him kind of endearing. He wants to play leapfrog and, and uh, he feels like uh, he can push himself through walls. Yeah. Like he feels like that's like his superpower and stuff like that. And it's like, well, I need to chug a beer first. I mean, shit, I think that's it. So basically this is, you know, he's Kyle. Um, so, <laughs> 
And um, yeah, so the the moon the moon festival is about about to be underway and stuff like that. So everyone's getting ready for that. And then um, we're introduced to more faith face family. They have this uh, uh, conversation regarding the the legend and stuff around the the dinner table. And the thing that really pushes Fei Fei over the edge to be like over the edge to want to go over the moon <laughs> is when her dad she picks up like uh, first off dad's engaged to engage to new to new woman so there's didn't that tell her like here's yeah. the thing uh, uh, again i need to i have to, i had to check myself and be like i don't understand the cultural relevance of this moment because mm-hmm. it could be like no yeah he wouldn't have that conversation with her right yeah it, it could 100 percent be that and it could be but then I also had to check myself and be like, it could be one of those situations where, yeah, I'm not going to introduce you to my child until we're like serious. That's what I did. I the kids didn't even know uh, Kim existed until I knew that she was she was going to be, you know, what I mean, the one that you're so, that you're going to that you're going to propose. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, um, you know, and 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 you know, people people operate differently. I think it's no, there's there's no like. People operate differently. There's no, there's no like blanket way to do it. You know what I mean? It really depends on like, okay, what kind of relationship do you have with your kids? And what is your right. kid like and stuff? Right. I think with this particular one, I mean, I think I, I, I could have done with a conversation. But again, if that conversation happened, the, the, the whole impetus for the, for her journey, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, had to ask you. Yeah. I was kind of like, could it be like I'm meeting her and then he's proposing to her at this moment? Like, mm-hmm. could the proposal have been enough to push her over the edge? Or yeah. like, yeah. because I will say that while her, her, and the thing that gets her moving is the fact that she sees her dad enjoying this time with her. Like, mm-hmm. that didn't feel like enough yeah. to warrant the extremes in which she went to. Because cause then we get this montage of what I assume is a couple weeks. Yeah. If yeah. not a couple months. Yeah, I, the the passage of time was a, was a little unclear, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you. So so it's it's the proposal, it's the fact that dad no longer believes in in this whole thing. Um and then she sees then she run Fei Fei runs out to the lake and she sees the crane you know what I mean? And, and the crane flies and then, then she's like, okay, fine. Fuck it. Like, this is my, you know, I'm going to build a fucking rocket and I'm going to prove to everybody, namely my, my father. And honestly, probably namely herself, because this, this is, I don't know. I, I think I wanted a little bit more. I mean, I got it enough of it, but I wanted a little bit more of a, of a connection between her proving, uh, uh, this legend is real is like somehow like the final, step she needs to fully process her mother's her mother's death and and i don't know i don't know how i don't know how this movie could have done that without being expository so but i mean i i picked up on that it's like you know yeah you say you're doing this to prove it to other people really this this is a thing for you so and then yeah we get to this montage where she's building this rocket and doing all these other sorts of things and i'm like i'm like girl you got problems here on earth you know what I mean? Like, what are you? You got a conversation you need to have with, with, with pops and and with and with and with you know your new stepmom and and all these kinds of things. But, like, but her thing is like, she's she's basically trying to break up the engagement, right? She's basically saying like, here's the thing that is that is I, that I actually like about this movie is that it it diffuses this idea of one true love. Like, I honest, I absolutely believe that people. Well, obviously people fall in love and, and that they are, they get to the point where they're like, I want to dedicate my entire life to this person. And 
But we also know that like tragic things happen. And there is this overarching thing of like, does, can your love for one thing or person still exist and be as real and as tangible and as potent if you love something else or someone else? And that seems, that's a bigger problem is that she's like, my dad forgot about my mother, which she, you know, she's a child. She doesn't understand the fact that it's like, it's not about forgetting. Mm-hmm. It's about like filling a need and like holding space for both things, right? Uh, which is which is uh, pretty difficult for him. So there's this there's this show uh, which I actually think is pretty darn good um, on on Disney Plus called The Diary of a Future President, and uh, and it has a, a a mother who is she she's fallen for her coworker, but her husband is has died. And she has to go through the whole thing where she's like, how do I introduce you to the kids? And how do I, and at one point in time, she like ends the relationship and she has to have the conversation with her new boyfriend. Like I did this because like, I still think about him and it's difficult for me to love you and him at the same time. Like that show is fantastic. And I'm so glad I got a second season, but like, because we don't live enough in his perspective and because we never get that conversation from him, which I felt kind of cheated by kind of. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause like, everything, everything you're saying, like I get, but like I, and I, and I, and I agree with, I remember like when Gene Wilder died, people were like, Oh, he can finally go be with Gilda, you know? And it's like, motherfucker, he was married to, to, to Karen, I can't think of her last name right now, but like for years after, after Gilda died, like, right. you know, like, you know, so I just think, yeah, yeah. And I'm with you as far as like this whole one person, but like, I didn't get any of that from this movie. I'm, well, I'm, I, yeah. that's like, that's like a conversation you can have afterwards, but like, that wasn't, that wasn't like a big focal point for me. And well, I think and the thing is been. it was, it was buried in like, I think it was buried in a song where she's like, I won't let him forget about you. Right. And it's like a lyric in the song as opposed to like this, this beating heart of the thing. Right. Yeah. I, I honestly think, and that, that, that is one of my, one of my major issues with this movie is that this movie I think could have been a great example because we look at these movies, right. Of like teaching the kids things like showing kids like see you know like you know and 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 this movie could have been the thing that's the movie that speaks to kids who are going through similar situations and like you know being able to to learn how to one how how do you process like it's okay to still miss somebody and 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 you know move on essentially like just because you you move on doesn't mean no i don't not at all i mean again talking about it after but, but yeah, let's keep going, and because okay, I'm gonna spoiler warning this. I got a little teary eyed at one point, and I'll tell you where. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So basically, yeah, we have she she builds this fucking rocket. Essentially, we have this long montage, and then uh, she ends up blasting off uh, to the moon. Chin has snuck into the rocket ship. Oh, Chin also has a pet frog uh, that hangs out in his in his hoodie. Uh, or in his hood of the, of the hoodie and stuff, but yeah. So somehow they snuck on there. Uh, they get in there. Uh, the they crash land. They're then met by those two dog dragon. What is the name of those of those of those creatures? I, I know there. I know there's an actual name of them, but but yeah, they, no, they, they those weren't food dogs. Those were lions. There you go. But they're like they're like 
yeah, dragony lion things or whatever. Yeah. And they end up going down and, and saving them. And they take them to the dark side of the moon and they meet, uh, 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 Roger Waters and, and uh, David Waters and no, just they, they, uh, no, they go to the dark side of the moon where none other than 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 Changa herself is uh, this this and this is the part I was talking about. Like, okay, I didn't think like this is this doesn't look the way that I thought it was going to look, and I don't know if I like it or not. I appreciate that it's different, but like, and it looks good, but it basically she's all by herself and she and she performs to these you know, gelatin, you know, sort of, sort of things. And, and again, that, that very well might be another facet of, you know, this legend and the culture and stuff that I'm just unfamiliar with, which if that's the case, you know, awesome. And I, I can, I, I can get down on that, but uh, yeah, but, and she just performs this banger of a, it's so good. <laughs> of a song. It's so yeah, good. Yeah. It's stupid yeah. how good that song is. Yeah. And, then she reveals herself. She's talking about how uh, she she wants this she wants this gift because she wants to be returned to her her love, uh, you know, in accordance to the to the legend to to the myth. And uh, she basically says that uh, what does she call it the la- the moon the moon drop before the moon drop falls. Fei uh, Fei has to get has to get this this gift. Um, but before that, she takes a picture. Fei Fei takes a Polaroid with Changa to pr- prove that she's real. At this point, I was all like, mm. "Yeah, yeah." Um, I was like, and, "This is this is a this is a weak proof." Yeah, this is a weak <laughs> yeah. proof. She yeah. she's all powerful. And you're like, "Can I get a photo?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, get your Kodak wind up ass out of here. <laughs> what are you What are you doing? Um, yeah. Oh, moon dust. There you go. And so there's a competition where it's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta find this gift and bring it back to me before, before the, 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 the moon dust falls. Um, and so Fei Fei, uh, gets upset with Chin cause you know, they, they have their, their sort of friction or whatever. And then she leaves and then Chin, uh, plays a ping pong match with, 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 uh, Changa, um, to, for like for oh for uh uh isn't it for information um yeah 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 uh and yeah. whoever wins um you know gets that, the uh, here's the thing that ping pong match song was kind of boss too yeah i mean i liked i i i really like i uh, first off i like the pacing i liked how we're introduced to to this character and she does this song and that's just a big part of her identity and then like not long after we get another song with with ping pong and stuff um but to your point like i feel to an earlier point you made i feel like a lot of necessary information was 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 just you know relegated to like one line in a song you know and and i don't know i like i like that i like i like it when songs and movies give us information but like you understand like those songs that do that in these movies like they kind of harp on be it a one rule or 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 one uh a moment whatever and it's like that's kind of the song like the chorus of the song is what that rule is or is what that factoid is what you know all that kind of stuff and these songs just didn't just didn't really do that. So I don't know if I don't know if it's an issue in, in in the songwriting and like the lyrics, or if it's just maybe some of these things could have been beefed up a little bit more in the in in the script. I, I have no idea. But um, 
Yeah. So uh, there, and then uh, 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 Changa ends up imprisoning Chin in this thing or whatever. And it, and I was like, is she is she is she supposed to be bad? Like, are we supposed to sympathize with her? Yeah. That, What's that going was on a, here? That was a little. That was a little weird too. I was like, I'm not sure who she like. Who is she fighting? Yeah. Like why? Yeah. Why? Tell me why. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then we're also introduced to other other facets of this of this myth, right? So there's like the Jade Rabbit, uh, who's there that that Bungie ends up ends up falling for. They have a they have that little cute little rabbit scene that I thought. Yeah, was, you know, I almost missed cool. that scene. You know why? Why? This was the moment where I checked my phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I ch- I I checked my phone uh, a, a few times in this one, and and it's crazy because I didn't I, I didn't want to I, I I I don't know we'll we'll get to that we'll get to that in a minute but um yeah uh and then uh Fei Fei cuts a Fei Fei sort of thing she meets uh uh what is his name he's a pangolin oh Gobi Gobi um, who was the former advisor but but Changa you know kicked his ass out. Um, they had a fallen out or whatever, and uh, they because he up, told her to move on. Yeah, they end up finding, <laughs> which I thought the, was really funny. Actually, <laughs> he's like, he's. I, I think he, I think he was a good character. I mean, it, he, it was. I thought he was introduced too late. Yeah, I agree. I mean, because it's like that. That's a pretty cool relationship that I wanted to explore more, and like, you he know, was a character that was needed when they first landed. Yeah. Yeah. And then they end up finding that doll that Fei Fei has of, of, of Changa and stuff. So they end up going uh, there. She's like, Oh, this must be, this must be the gift. And then it's taken by these biker chicks, um, which are actual like, yeah. Like chicks on, on bikes. This, and stuff. And, I will say this felt like, I was like, Oh, you just try. Like it's the moment where you're like, <sighs> they realize that they didn't have, enough in the world to be funny because here's the thing these are the only creatures like this that you see in the entire fucking movie yeah they're the only ones who 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 have this appearance who like there's no other space chickens there's no other space chicken whatsoever no everything else is just like this this glowing orb of little, something little, little jello jigglers remember though yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is what they look like now that you yeah. now that you put it out there in the universe that is what they look like and so, like, I had issues with the biker chick section. Yeah. yeah. Um, a because it was like this weird play on words that I didn't necessarily appreciate, and uh, and B it was uh, it felt tacked on, right? I mean, it's the it's it's basically a device to set up the thing that always happens in every kids movie, and that is the obligatory chase scene. Yeah, and that's all. That's all they exist your... for. No, absolutely. Does this pasture would it make a good theme park ride test? It does. I think I know the answer. It does, really. I'm surprised. I mean, like if if we look at the setting of the world, because like the animation is so colorful and so bright and they're so interactive, and then there's like this mm. they do this thing early on that if you're not paying attention, you don't notice that there's this like cosmic stream going through the going through the town, right? And that cosmic stream can cut things, right? Yeah. And so, like, there's this, they, they add a sense of danger to all of it. So, like, the idea of chasing this this doll, uh, because she thinks that the doll is the gift or whatever, because her mom gave it to her. Um, 
so the idea of chasing this doll through this like bouncy, super colorful world is these like chickens on motorbikes fly by is like all these colors are flying at you. And these start like, that seems like fun actually, mm-hmm. if you look at it that way, because it's a whole lot of falling. It's about cool. a lot of bouncing. It's a bunch of grabbing yeah. onto things and then, you know, letting go. That's what makes a good theme park. Ride. Right. So, um, but Cool, cool. But maybe, so maybe it's not necessarily this chase, but you're just talking about just going through the world would be cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you there. I, th- I think it's a pretty, a pretty, it's, it's just an interesting take, you know what I mean? On this, on this whole, they could have done, oh, just your kind of traditional, you know what I mean? Like Chinese palace, you know what I mean? And, and all these kinds of things. But yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a really, really interesting take on, uh, on the sort of moon kingdom uh, lunar area. Um, yeah. So the biker chicks end up taking the doll, the doll gets destroyed. Uh, but that just was, uh, uh, ended up not being the, the gift that, that uh, uh, was referring to. The gift is actually this Jade, half of a Jade circle that is found in one of the moon cakes. That, which I have uh, questions about, about which, about the fact that she has a mooncake with her or the fact that like, how did the Jade circle get in there? Yes. yes. If the, yeah, yes. yeah. I, I, I did not appreciate that. I, I know it would, it would have been easier if, if it was actually like the doll or if like somehow the Jade circle was inside in the, the doll. doll. Yeah. Like whenever it gets destroyed, like if the Jade, yeah. But the fact that it's like in that mooncake, it's like the fuck kind of, you know, it's like, oh, remember kids always check your candy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and they uh, they end up bringing that back, and that ends up uh, allowing a, re- a reunion uh, uh, to happen between Changa and her lover uh, Hoi. Um, and Hoi just basically tells her, like, "Hey, you know what I mean? Like, we're done. You know, uh, I, I I can't stay." Um, and you know, he fades away. Um, so and then she goes into this deep, dark depression, which I was yeah, like, understandable. Yeah, yeah, and 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 then it's also like, well, th- th- this could have been an email. You know what I mean? Like you didn't, oh, you didn't have to. You didn't, you didn't have to show up here. Oh, and, stop! And it. just uh, just fade away. I survived another reunion with a lover that could have been an email. Um, yeah. So and then she does I, th- this. This part I liked. I, I I liked this. She sort of fades away. Like her hair, the way the hair is modeled, I think looks really great. The hair is uh, great. Her, yeah, her hair comes out and it doesn't go over her face, which is good. So I didn't get scared. But her hair kind of comes out and sort of starts flowing, and she's kind of in this weird. Um, I remember one time a student referred to it as a as a slip space, where it's like a like a like a time like a place that like kind of exists, kind of not here, not there, kind of. So she, I'm going to refer to it as that. It's like this weird kind of slip space thing, and then and then Fei Fei. Uh, uh, goes after her, but whenever she goes up to her, she has these flashbacks of her mother uh, 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 dying and, and and everything. So then she starts getting depressed, and it's here you realize that both of them need to learn how to how to move on. And and so by by Fei Fei not seeing Changa get get her way and being like, okay, now you need to move on. It's like, okay, really, this is a lesson for myself too. So I thought I thought I thought it was okay done. I I, I I don't know. What did you think of it? Yeah. So this, I, I had conflicting. So this is where I got like a little teary eyed, but it's not because of the moment you just mentioned. It's like the very next moment, the thing that breaks them out of this like right. sadness. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought that a couple things happened here. One, Fei Fei had the opportunity to talk to, to talk to the moon goddess and like 
do that thing that movies do really well, where you allow a child to be honest and acknowledge and like acknowledge all their emotions for themselves and then let that impart the message. Mm -hmm. But because they sent her into that depression thing, right. And and then, and then the moon goddess comes to her. I was like, "Uh," right. That made me feel a little weird. It made me feel like she was not in power of her own story or her own journey. Uh, and then like this whole section got a little cyclical because like she tells Feifei, you, you know, it's going to be okay. And then Feifei's like, what about you? And she's like, oh, it's, it's, it's lost for me. And then like, she's like, oh, well, maybe it's not lost for me. And Feifei's like, yeah, it's not lost for you. Right. Like that became a little cyclical. And Absolutely. I, I didn't appreciate that part, but the part that made me like tear up a little bit was Chin, who of course at this point in time has had Feifei tell him, I don't want you to be my brother. Like, I don't like you. I don't want you around. All this other stuff. He, you know, there's this there's this wall there uh, to get to Feifei. And he's like, he says, uh, like, I, I want my sister. And the idea, the, 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 the representation of, of somebody physically running at a wall until they break through to you. That's when I was like, mm-hmm. that's what I appreciated about this moment. And the fact that he's like, hey, no, like, it wasn't just a statement. Because there was never a statement of, like, I love you said in this movie. Mm -hmm. Right? It was the fact that, like, it was his love put in action that reached her. And then she was like, okay. Right? Right. That's the thing that I appreciated. That's the the moment where it was like, yeah, this is going to be hard. But you need to, um, you need to, uh, like look at the love that surrounds you. There's the show on Netflix called the, that midnight, uh, the midnight gospel. And it's fucking weird. It is. It's weird. What it is. It's a, it's actually a series of, uh, enlightenment podcasts animated. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, the, the animation rarely has anything to do with their, what they're actually talking about. Like one person's talking about how like, uh, all drugs aren't bad. But like drugs aren't bad as the use of drugs, but like he's the president and they're fighting a zombie apocalypse. Like they're two completely disconnected things. Right. And, uh, and maybe I was just super sensitive to this because the very last episode of that midnight gospel is the, the, the host of the show talking to his real mother after she has been dealing with stage four um, cancer for four years. And they're discussing about how, like, how do you love, how do you accept death? How do you, how do you do all these things? And there's a line in that episode where he says, he says, um, I can, I can understand death. I can understand all these things, but how do you like, but it doesn't stop a heart from breaking. It doesn't stop it from like shattering open. And how do you deal with that? And the mother just says, you cry. She's like, you cry when you need to cry. And that's the thing I liked about that moment is that Feifei, for the first time on screen, she had the moment where she cried and then she was, she was immediately surrounded by love. That's when I was all like, Oh, everything else on like either side of that moment. I was like, man, whatever. Yeah. But it was the fact that Chen was like, I need to get to my sister because I see that she's sad and depressed and I will do whatever. I will put myself in bodily harm to make sure that I'm there for someone, even though that they've rejected me at every point. Okay. All right. Yeah, I just think I just think honestly by this point I was just so I was still I was just I was just so checked out. I was just right. like, okay, you know, like yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I th- I think yeah, that that moment is 
is pretty. And yeah, like I said, I mean, I thought I thought it was oh, it was done okay, you know. But I just I it was a neat idea, you know, and and and, and everything. But you know, why didn't we get more? Why, why did Fei Fei and Chen have to have to split up? You know, like what I, I just have like that moment, like what you're talking about. If that was the, if that was what the movie was trying to get across, it didn't earn it for me. You know, just because we comes didn't back to have our same, enough. Comes back to our same issue where these moments are in these movies that are okay mm-hmm. that just don't feel earned. Yeah, yeah, and I just I yeah. So um, basically, uh, uh, everyone is all hunky dory at the end. I'm just gonna wrap this up real quick. Everyone's all hunky dory at the end. Fei Fei ends up ends up leaving back with with Chin, but she leaves Bungie behind because Bungie uh, fell in love and, with Jade. And, yeah, fell in love with Jade Rabbit and everything. This was the part Kim, Kim teared up here, leave, leaving the bunny behind. Yeah, she was like, she was like, she is not going to leave that bunny, you know. And she's like, I'm about to cry. But then I think she was she was thinking. Then she looked at 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 Rufus, you know, one of the pugs, and she was like, Rufus, I would never leave you on the moon. And so, so I think she was sort of you know projecting. Uh, that on there but but still it was kind of a you know and it's like damn you know what are you gonna tell your dad you know like, hey where's your fucking rabbit you know um but they end up coming back uh a chin uh or fei fei sorry is now uh uh you know blo- you know is is being nicer to chin and everything and chin's also riding fei fei's back as they walk back home and and everything and then it shows uh, through a series of pictures that uh you know they they got married uh which i almost kind of wanted that to be a scene you know, like the actual wedding, you know, you're showing us a bunch of pictures of stuff of things and the pictures were sweet, you know, but like, I've, I like though, I, I almost wanted those pictures like of, uh, of, uh, stepmom and Fei Fei and like all them kind of doing their thing to be, to be shown during the, during the credits, you know what I mean? Like I, mm. I always like it when movies do that and like actually show us, the wedding do you know what i mean like show us the actual blending of this family and i think that that was the button that that this story needed and we just didn't get it right um right so and then but our last our last image is um fei fei going back out to that same uh, uh pond thing and that and that crane uh, flies and and kind of ruffles her her hair with its feathers like her mother joining. used to do. Yeah, before before joining. Mother. Yeah, before joining some other crane. So essentially, before joining all the other dead mothers in town, and That's they fly. Want to think about it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they and they and they fly over the. Uh, you know, they, they, they fly over the moon and, um, and all you have to do it. is jump over the moon. Yeah. yeah. Leap of faith, leap of faith. And that's it. That's our, that's our movie. And I, and I think again, and then like the end credit sequence, it, it's all that, it's all that moon gobbledygook again, you know, like over the, over the end credits. And like, I almost, again, I wanted it to know, like we're back in reality, you know, like show us some, do, do those picture things. So that was kind of my thing. Uh, but yeah, that's that's that that's over the. Was moon. that really an issue for you? Yeah, like and and now the more I talk about it, yeah, absolutely. I wanted to see the. It wedding. wasn't an issue for you in Soul. What? At the the credits of Soul. It's nothing but the little Soul people. Right no, around. that's fine. That and in, in, in that in, in that movie, it's fine. Like the way because the, the, I thought that movie tells its story more successfully. Okay, okay. But like in this movie, I'm saying you're like, saying that they wasted screen time. Yeah, show like the pictures are cool, like but show us show us the the wedding 
and then show us those pictures a, a little bit later, some kind of way. I like seeing those pictures. I just felt like they wasted, yeah, they wasted screen time with them. They could have just shown us the wedding and it need to be like a long thing, you know? And I think that that's, that's my biggest thing. I like, I don't like the way that they did that, that this movie told its story, okay. you know? Okay. So here's, here's a question for you then. Hmm. Of course, here's a question for you. With with all that taken into consideration, are, are we dealing with uh, a studio that because we talked about how great the animation was and how like there were there were several moments where again it was like oh yeah no they they have the the particles down right are we dealing with a studio that is going to continue to put out okay kids movies that just look real great because this is two in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I, they uh, have three, they have three or four more movies in development. Yeah. Um, I think so, man. I, um, here's the thing. I love, I love the reason for Pearl studios existing. You know what I mean? Sure. I love that they're giving us these stories from from these very specific cultures. I think it's fucking awesome. And 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 I I, I will say I will watch every single Pearl. I mean, we I, we probably are because of this show. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid we're just we're dealing with a very um, imagery imagery first studio. Which like, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Uh, full disclosure, my daughter's six. Oh, I say full disclosure. I mean, I'd fucking disclose everything here. I don't know why I said that, but like, my so my, my daughter, my daughter is obsessed with this movie. Um, well, I obsessed, maybe not, but she's seen it. She's seen it three times. She has seen it thrice, dear sir. Um, and uh, and yeah, so she she really loves it. But again, I mean, I think she likes it because she she likes the character of Faye. I think the characters for the most part are great. She likes the character of Faye Faye. She likes her little cute bunny. You know what I mean? She likes the fact that Faye Faye builds a rocket and you know all those other kinds of stuff and goes up there. She likes the dance, not the music. She likes innocent all. So yeah, I, I just think we're dealing with the and I, th- I think story, maybe not story, but maybe like structure. That's what it is. It's the fucking the way these films are structured. Because mm. I have the same thing with Abominable. It's like. I like what you're putting down on the table. I'm just not picking it up the way that that you or I want me to. Okay. Yeah. I can buy that. So and then it's like I walk away from these fucking movies being like, what would have been a more satisfactory way of telling this story? Would it have been enough just to have Chin and Fei Fei together the whole time? I think that would have done wonders for this film. What if it was one of those different kinds of stories where like somehow, you know, Changa, instead of them fucking around on the moon the whole time, she comes down to earth. You know what I mean? And that, then you she know, honestly, to, I, that would have that that seemed to me like when she was like, I, I want a photo as proof like that just felt like a weak way to ask for proof to be like, I need you like asking a goddess to come down and prove to your father. Yeah. Yeah. A lot more. And then that whole letting go of being like, no, you can stay here because I don't need you to come. That just feels more right. substantial. Yeah, it would it would have absolutely shifted, I think, the perspective and the focus because it would have been way more Changa heavy and her sort of realizing like, oh, wow, the shit you're going through, Fei Fei. You know what I mean? It's kind of similar. And honestly, like I wanted the dad to be brought into the fold a little bit more. You know? I was happy. Yeah, I just 
again, it's about the inciting incident, right? For like what causes what causes her to, to go over the edge? What's the end of Act One? And I don't think that his actions were worthy of an end of the first act. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, and 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 again, I mean, I th- I think the 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 cardinal sin that a lot of these movies do, and this one is guilty of, is introducing key characters way too late. Gobi should have been there the second that they crash landed. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't need to fuck with them uh, lying things. I mean, I get it if it's again, so much of this is like, and and again, to to the movie's credit, telling the story unapologetically and presenting this this myth unapologetically. There's probably you know, there's stuff in there that like you know. You don't necessarily need to know to to understand the story, but it but it's it needs to be in there because it's part of this myth because it's part of this culture. So stuff like that, absolutely. But I mean, again, yeah, if Gobi could have been like riding one of them or done something, I don't know. I do love the giant. Is it a Chow Chow or Tibetan Mastiff or some shit like that? That yeah, is, that yeah. takes a bite out of that big old thing, and then we see we see him again. He's chewing on a satellite. Dude, the visuals in this movie, I think, are fucking great. Like, the studio has talent. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm just like, man, they just need writers. Yeah. And, I mean, Audrey Wells, you know, and, and, you know, God rest to her and everything, you know. But, I mean, so she wrote, uh, I'm looking at her right now. She wrote uh, The Truth About Cats and Dogs. Uh, she, she co-wrote, uh, George of the Jungle, the Brendan Fraser one, um, Disney, uh, the, the kid, do you remember the kid, that movie with Bruce yep. Willis, uh, uh, Under the Tuscan Sun, Shall We Dance? A I Dog's love Purpose. Under the Tuscan Sun. That's a good movie, man. Uh, my, my mom was a big fan of that movie. She likes, uh, uh of course uh, your mom was a fan of that movie because your mama in love with me. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, I said what I said. <laughs> a dog's yeah, a dog's purpose, and then and then the hate you give. So I mean, it's like she she wrote the hate you give. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. she did. She did. And with this, it's like although the hate you give is a adaptation, but still, right, right. I mean, I just I just think it it is it's just it's kind of kind of a weak a, a serviceable script. You know Here's the mean? thing: if she died in 2018. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this was one of those. Oh my gosh, it's the rent. I've been singing over the moon the whole entire time. It's the rent issue. Rent has gone unchanged since the creator the the creator of Rent died before opening night. Mm, so yeah. what he wrote is still there, right? Yeah. When we we both know that these things, like especially theater. It goes through changes. Like before, you know, you, you see stuff on opening, you see stuff on previews, and then you're like, all right, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, right? Yeah. If she died two years before the movie was released, right, that means that they probably left the script mostly unchanged in in memory of her. Yeah. I think so, because I'm looking at it right now. Um, so... So there are those two. There's so there's brain trust and story trust, right? Um, and yeah, it says here that they they didn't they didn't use any of any of them. So she was she was hired by Pearl in uh, uh, September twenty sixth, twenty seventeen. Hey, that's my that's my son's birthday. Um, so she was hired, and then yeah, she died. Um, in 2018 
So yeah, there's no way in with that this script got right. the any, type of any yeah, further development after she passed. Yeah, so I'm sure she would have made some of these things. So yeah, that, I mean, and again, I, I think I talked about this when 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 we talked about Matilda and 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 some of those movies. Like hearing stories like that, it's like, well, I mean, you know. It doesn't necessarily excuse the issue. Well, it kind but of you can give some issues, passes. You can give some passes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, okay, you know, we're not going to touch this because of because. Of well, well, with that knowledge, what would you rate it? I'm, I'm still, I'm still going to try to be, you know, no, absolutely, yeah, uh, man. I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this four, four mooncakes out of out of ten. Mm. I, 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 I really wanted to like this a lot more than I, than I did. I mean, this will be played again in my house because my daughter's into it right currently. And but, that pop yeah. song is a bop. Everybody, even yeah, if you don't watch the movie, yeah. just grab the soundtrack and be like, listen to the, yeah. Listen to and that. the songs are short. The soundtrack can't be longer than like 25 minutes, if 20 that, minutes, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, visuals are good. Uh, music's good, but everything else, man, I just this was like abominable, and like some of these other movies, it's like I just I just checked out, you know, um, and like not. Yeah, I looked at my phone a couple times. I was watching the movie being checked out. Oh no, this soundtrack has every song, including the instrumentals, an hour and nine minutes. Oh Jesus, never mind then. Ultra Luminaria so, is uh, is yeah. So yeah, four out of four out of ten. What uh, what's your rating? Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit more generous. Okay. Um, I'm giving it six and a half food dogs out of ten. Okay. For for one is I really, really, really do appreciate the fact that a that Pearl Studio exists, like we talked about, and the fact that they're they're making this sort of iconography in this setting normalized for a place to tell really grand stories. Like, I think that the visuals are on fucking point. Um, and I think that, that the fact that they, uh, that they, um, leaned into such a bold and direct art style should be absolutely commended. Like it's one of those movies where I'd be like, watch the movie to watch it. Right. Right. Because the Ultra Luminaria song scene is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, the animation in that is, like, so good. It uh, is. And, and, and then, like, I think that they are trying to get at themes that would, like you said, they don't necessarily crack it open in the movie, but it opens up room for conversation. And I think that that is... Like, if we're looking at the purpose of this movie, this could absolutely be a movie for if someone lost a parent and, they, and they're trying to explain to their, you know, lost a spouse and they're trying to explain to their kid, like, this is, this is what I want to do. Or, like, you know, like in Over the Moon when, like, that love is still, you know, it can open up that room for conversation. And I think that if you look at the what they're trying to get at, they don't accomplish it in film, but it opens up the door wide enough to where I appreciate that. I appreciate that this film exists. Sure. So that's I'm, why I'm with you. That's there. why I do that. Yeah. No, I'm, I am. And, and uh, this is, this is, this is Pearl Studios' second movie. They haven't been in the game that long. So, I mean, they, right. 
they're going to get there, I think. And I do want to say too, like, because you know, the majority of the movies that we watch uh, uh, for for the for the podcast are are animated, and and you know, for 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 good reason. But um, the fact that we'll sometimes refer to these movies, TJ, as like. Oh, this is a good like tech demo, or you know, I mean, or not, but like you know, if you got it, if you got a new TV and you know, you show it off and stuff, it's like there's still so much fucking talent and artistry that goes into that alone. A hundred percent, you know. So, a hundred percent. While we can fault, and and because we try to be as objective as possible, we can fault a film like this for like having a super weak story, but the visuals are fire. Like that's still saying something like, so, I mean, and there, there, there's absolutely an audience for that. And yeah, again, that is, that is an entirely unique way of storytelling that unfortunately this go around for me didn't hit as much as I wanted it to. But if, if, if they keep going the way they're going, they're going to, they're going to do something, man. I I'm telling you right now, like pro, they, they got a good future ahead of them. Uh, uh, you know, like imagine what a fucking, tour de force like uh, 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 a movie that has like a solid script with these visuals like forget about it you know what i mean they might they might they might break the game at that and point. the fact that their second movie is a musical yeah means like it's opening them up to be another contender in the like if they could have something that is culturally specific that hits like sing it's over yeah oh yeah because here's the thing like we are waiting for another another Mulan mm-hmm. like we're like hungry for it mm-hmm. like I'm I'm excited for Raya and the Last Dragon which you know we will we will talk about right but I, I was like I'm waiting for another musical mm-hmm. uh, based yeah. on Eastern culture like I'm waiting for it yeah. we haven't gotten one in like a minute right and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Pearl's it. Like we're, you know, Pearl Studios, if y'all are listening, which we know you are, like we're, you know, my, like our score of this movie aside, like we're definitely rooting for him. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And every time we watch these movies, you know what I mean? We, we sit down like with pure, like we, we want these movies to be bangers every single time, you know, because like you say, we want these movies to like speak to those, to those kids or those families, you know what I mean? Or, or, or have a movie where it's like the parents can enjoy it just as much as the kids and stuff like that. So like, we're, we're, we're really, we're really pulling for, for this studio. And, and, uh, I think, I think great things are, are, are ahead of them. Cause yeah, man, they haven't, they haven't really been in the game that long when you think about it, you know, it'd be nice to have, I mean, Pixar, there's on another level with, with, with storytelling, but it would be nice to have a studio that could like, you know, give them, Right, give them kind of run for their money, and we, and we can't we can't forget that like even Pixar slips up Cars two, Monsters University, yeah. like yeah. like planes, yeah, and then uh, uh, like I remember not liking Incredibles two as much as I as I wanted. Incredibles to. two tries tries to do a lot of stuff too. like yeah. so like um, but the the fact that Pearl has the artistic ability is like right. Like there, and if you look at it, what Abominable came out in 2018, and uh, and this came out in 2020. So we're looking at if we're looking at a pearl movie every year and a half to two years. That's a fantastic pace. Yeah, that's what a fantastic pace. What are their upcoming titles? So, oh the so there's an untitled Chinatown one. There's the Monkey King, and then Illuma Kitty. So yeah. it's like. 
awesome. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, keep, keep, keep giving us these stories. And, and I hope that they keep doing them unapologetically like they're doing, you know, because even, you know, Disney Pixar, when they, when they, you know, create, you know, give us, give us different culture, give us different rules and stuff. Like they'll have those characters sort of explain the rules of the world and the laws of the culture. And it's yeah. like, no, oh, man, I mean, they it's, wouldn't it's, be having it's, this conversation. It's, it's my, con- it's my concern with Big Red, the, the, the new, the new, you know the the asian american girl who turns into a red panda like right. it's 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 going to be one of my concerns it's my concern with luca about the italian countryside like i i'm um they have been getting into different cultures pixar has been getting into different cultures through their shorts but we haven't seen it in a full length animated film and i'm and i'm and i'm wondering how they are going to address hopefully they address those things as 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 uh, story driven and character driven as they did in Soul, because if they do that, they can't go wrong, right? Um, I just, I just, I, I fear. I, I, I am cautious. I is cautious. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, also, can I just say, can we just have? Uh, I'm waiting for my first real African Disney princess who's just in Africa doing African things. Please, yeah. Thank you. Who's 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 a human? Right, not not an Shit. animal. <laughs> Fuck. Like again, like you know, as if hey, if you if you want to know our thoughts about this, go you know, go listen to Soul about the about the the transformation of people of color and how like yes, if it serves the story, absolutely. That being said, the fact that Princess Tiana was a frog, a vast majority of that movie, and there have been no other Disney princesses who have been turned into another thing, is just. It hits me in a way, right? Um, but again, that's Disney proper, not uh, not um, oh, what's it called? Not Pixar. So yeah. we shall see. Um, great, and that is oh, over the moon. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's um, that. That's over the moon. That's over the moon. Uh, not so we- not over the moon about it. Well, but. you are. I'm. I'm. I'm aiming at the moon. I'm gonna land. I'm gonna be like I'm here. Uh, Shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. The, no, you won't, because the stars are nothing but dead balls of gas that would just sing the. Anyways, uh, <laughs> reality. Um, but yeah. and so, um, great. Here we are at the end of uh, at the end of our episode, where of course. We want to thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Grown Man Watch Kitchen. You can send us an email. If you want to reach out to us and talk to us, which we love, uh, shoot us an email at grownmanwks at gmail.com. You can hit us up on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on the Facebook, right? Uh, you can do all those mm-hmm. things. We want you to, wherever you are listening to us, to leave us a rating. Uh, five stars, excellent. Four stars, fantastic. Three or below. I want you to know that we will put you in a makeshift rocket that we strap all these sort of uh, fireworks to. We'll blast you off into space right before you pop into orbit and you can see the Earth in all its glory. We will make sure that there's a, a, a weight that drops out of the bottom that pulls you back in and you burn up in the atmosphere. That's mm-hmm. right. That's exactly what will happen. Um, or we're going to take leave something us- really important to you and we're going to shove it in a moon cake and give it and to a moon creature. cake yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey take this cake shut up walk <laughs> so, baby where's the condom i ate it it was in a yeah. moon cake <laughs> 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 uh, 
um, uh, of course, if you want to leave us a voicemail, please do so by clicking the leave a message uh, link in the uh, show notes. And we'll, we'll take you to our anchor site where you can hit leave a voicemail and it comes to us as a voicemail. We can listen to it and we like hearing your voices. It's all great. Yeah. Uh, we love you. Um, of course, as always, we thank you so much for listening. We hope that you take care of yourself and each other in this these crazy, crazy times. Uh, we hope that you stay crispy. Stay crispy, y'all. And as always, we will see you here next week for another episode. So, 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 so. <laughs> I like see, that. Now hey, don't leave, see, now Jordan, don't me back too far. Faces. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I dig it. I dig it. You know, you were leaning back pretty far, though, man. You don't need to be falling. All right. Hey, okay. I see you. The other side of the desk is right here, so it catches my desk. Okay. It catches my desk. It catches my back. Yeah, no. My desk catches my desk. Uh, Yeah. uh, (laughs) Jordan, I have a question. What? If you could die and go to any planet, what would it be? Uh, Pluto. Pluto's not a planet, therefore you lose. I, I would, hope you're proud I would, of yourself. I would go, I no, would hope go you're proud of yourself. Planet. You, you are go. incorrect, but you're—that's literally the only answer that could be wrong. Well, that's where I'd go. Well, Got you it. know what? You know where I would go? Where Uranus? <laughs> I, I fucking knew you were gonna say that. You've been waiting to say that shit all episode. Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. We are proud members of the Outlet Productions Podcast Network. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes. <laughs>